to thank you for joining me as we study God's word. Will you pray with me? Heavenly Father, Lord, now as we open up your word, we ask that you open up our hearts. Help us to hear from you. This we pray, in Jesus' name, amen. We call ourselves Christians, meaning we follow after Christ. And when we study God's word, we see Jesus having so much power. We see Jesus being able to smile in the midst of a storm. We see Jesus being able to deal with his enemies with no problem. And so the question is today, how can we have the same type of power? How can we be cool, calm, and collected when storms come our way? Well, I love God's word because when we study his word in Mark chapter 1 and verse 35, we see the secret to Jesus's power. Mark chapter 1 and verse 35, and the word of God reads, And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place, and there he prayed. I, I love this passage of scripture because in this text, we actually see five things, five points about the secret to the power of Christ. Number one, what we see, the Bible says, we see the period of prayer. And the Bible says, in the morning. Here it is. The secret to Jesus' power is that he would wake up in the morning and spend time with his father. The thing that Jesus knew is that his day was always going to be very chaotic. He knew that he was always going to have to have challenges that he would have to face. And before he would fight the battle, he would spend time in prayer with his heavenly father. And what we have to understand, brothers and sisters, is that we are in a spiritual warfare. We have to understand that we are living in the last days and in times like these, we need power. And, and what we have to do and what's very essential is that we have to plan out our day. Now, right now, because of the coronavirus, you see so many people planning for the coronavirus. You see people buying stocks of, of, of different masks and, and, and all types of cleaners. They're going to the grocery store, purchasing toilet tissue and paper towels. They're buying canned goods. They are preparing for the worst. Living here in the state of Florida, whenever it's hurricane season and a hurricane is about to hit, a particular area, you see people planning for the hurricane. They board up their windows, they buy canned foods, they, they buy candles, they get generators. They make sure they plan and they could be prepared for the worst. And what you have to understand, brothers and sisters, the enemy, which is the devil, he wants to destroy you. The enemy is trying to take away your happiness and your joy. The Bible tells us that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And that is what the devil is trying to do daily. He's trying to steal away our happiness. He's trying to destroy our connection with our Heavenly Father. And what you have to do, what's very essential, that before you leave your house, you have to spend time in prayer with God. You have to plan out your day so that before the battle is even fought, you have gotten the victory because you've been charged up in the power of God. And so what we see is we see the period of 
prayer in the text. But then we see a second thing in the text. We see passion. We see passion. And the Bible continues on rising up a great while before day. Not only did Jesus wake up in the morning and spend time with his heavenly father, but he rose up a great while before day. He was passionate about his relationship with his heavenly father. And, and, and it's amazing when it comes to us, we're, we're passionate about so many things, but, but unfortunately we're not that passionate about our relationship with God. And, and I say this all the time, there are many of us, we love sleep more than we love God. And, and we don't set our alarm clock to make sure that we can spend at least an hour in prayer or an hour in the study of God's word. But this is what we have to do. We have to be passionate about our relationship with God. Uh, I, I know that we are streaming online and I may get in trouble with this, but I, I have a friend of mine who wanted to lose weight. And they were passionate about wanting to lose weight. And so what they decided to do, they decided to go on a grape diet. Now, now let me let me just pause and say this. I do not subscribe uh, to anyone a grape diet and I'm no way trying to push this diet on anyone. But 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 this friend of mine wanted to lose weight so badly that they went on a grape diet. And I'm not talking about just simply eating grapes for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But what this friend of mine did, because they were so passionate about wanting to lose weight, they would only eat one grape a day. One grape a day. Now that's passion. This individual was so determined to lose weight that they were gonna do whatever it took to do it. And brothers and sisters, we've got to take that same type of passion that we put into our romantic relationships, that passion that we put into our work. We've got to put it into our relationship with God. We've got to rise up a great while before day and spend time with our Heavenly Father. We've got to be passionate about the study of God's Word. We've got to be passionate about having time in prayer with our Heavenly Father. There has to be passion. And one of the ways how Jesus had power is that we see passion. We see passion. But then what's very interesting and very important, we see privacy in the text. We see privacy in the text. The text goes out to say, and he went out and departed into a solitary place. He departed into a solitary place. And brothers and sisters, if you want to have this same power that Jesus had, you have to make sure that you spend alone time with God. That means that you turn off the television. That means that you turn off the radio. That means that you uh, put silent on your cell phone. You spend alone time with God. I love what the book Desire of Ages says. It says, when every voice is hushed and in quietness we wait, the stillness of the soul makes more distinct the voice of God. There are many of you right now because of this whole coronavirus, you need answers. You need direction. And, and I love what uh, that, 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 that book says in Desire of Ages. The servant of the Lord says it best when every voice is hushed and in quietness we wait. The silence of the stove makes more distinct the voice of God. If you want to hear from God, you have to find a solitary place and you've got to open up your ears and get in tune with 
our Heavenly Father. But the text goes on to say, not only do we see privacy in the text, but then number four, we see, uh, and there he prayed. And there he prayed. In, in other words, in other words, what, what, what took place is that Jesus prayed to his Heavenly Father. He went and sought out his Father. He didn't uh, pray to Buddha. He didn't pray to Allah. He didn't pray to anybody else, but he prayed to his heavenly father, the God in heaven above. And brothers and sisters, what you have to understand that there are problems in this world and in this life that your bank can't help you with. There are problems in this life. Uh, that the doctor can't help you with. There are problems in this life that grandma cannot help you with. And the only person that you can get help from is God. Now, my daughter, Lauren, I, I love her because even though she's eight years old, Lauren has enough sense to know that when she is in need, that she seeks out her heavenly father. Every time my wife and I, we're, we're looking for our keys and we can't find it or, 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 or her little brother's looking for something and he can't find it. Uh, one of the things that Lauren would do, she would say, OK, mommy, daddy, uh, why don't we pray about it? If we just simply pray about it, God will reveal to us where we need to find what we've been looking for. And brothers and sisters, what you have to understand is that when you are in search of answers, when you need help for your problems, you need to pray about it. We have not because we ask not. And there are many of you, the sad reality is that when we have problems, we don't pray to God. You know who we pray to? We pray to the doctor. We pray to the bank. We pray to the therapist. We pray to all these uh, so-called experts and self-help books. But when you have a problem, pray to God. But then finally, the last point that I would like to share to you is that the beautiful thing about prayer is that there is an amazing product that always happens when you pray. Things happen. There's a product. And, and God will do amazing things for you when you pray. And this can be a tangible blessing. This can be a spiritual blessing. This can be peace of mind. Whenever you pray, things can happen. Uh, my church, the Daughter of Zion Church, is a church filled with individuals who have seen God do amazing things. I'm reminded of... Uh, Sister Gregory. Sister Gregory uh, is one of our members who had a tumor and it was a tumor so bad that they had to operate on it. And, and it was amazing that Sister Gregory called for the elders to pray and they prayed for her. And when she went into surgery on Monday, when the surgeon went in to try to remove the tumor, guess what? He could not find the tumor because there is power in prayer. I'm reminded of one of my friends, Pastor Eddie Guerrero, when he 
attended Oakwood. He did not have money to pay for his Oakwood tuition, but he prayed about it. And for the four years that he was at Oakwood, he did not have to take out any student loans. It wasn't because his family had a lot of money, but because he prayed and God was able to do something about it. And, and whatever you are going through today, pray about it because God can do the amazing when you pray. We have not because we ask not. And so the beautiful thing about this story, we see that Jesus, when we study the scripture, Jesus was a savior who had power and the secret to his power is found in, first, in, in Mark chapter one, verse 35. And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there he prayed. Brothers and sisters, we are Christians, so we need to do what Christ did. We need to wake up a great while before day. We need to find a solitary place and we need to charge up with the power from heaven and we need to pray. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we wanna thank you for being a God who cares. We wanna thank you for giving us this gift of prayer where we can connect our hearts to yours. We wanna thank you for this gift of prayer uh, that can change our situation. And so Lord, whatever uh, that individual may be going through today, we're asking that you intercede on their behalf. Help them to seek you first before they seek out any other ways of solutions. Lord, help us, Father, to realize that you are a God who can handle our stuff. Whatever we're going through, Lord, help us to have faith to believe you have the power to change our circumstances. So, Lord, we're asking that you just continue to work in our lives and so that when that great day comes and you will return with all of your glory, help us to be saved in your kingdom. This we pray, Jesus' name, amen. And so, family, we want to remind you uh, that this upcoming Sabbath, this upcoming Saturday, we will be streaming live our worship services. Uh, and so for those of you uh, who are interested in our Sabbath school services, uh, we will be streaming live our Sabbath school services at 10 a.m. on our website, www.dozsda.com. Just click on the streaming tab and you'll be able to see our Sabbath school service. And so we're actually going to have our adult Sabbath school. We're actually going to stream our uh, youth Sabbath school as well. And then at 11 a.m., we will stream our divine worship. And so you can check us out on our website, www.dozsda.com. And those of you who are interested in financially supporting the church, you can also go on to our website and click on the Adventist Giving tab and you can return your tithe and offering to the church. And those of you who are also interested in uh, maybe not necessarily paying online, but you can drop off your tithe and offering between the time of 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. this upcoming Saturday. And those of you who are interested in a mailing your tithe and offering, you can also do that to our P.O. Box address. And so, brothers and sisters, during these 
interesting times uh, where we have more questions than we have answers. We have to hold on to the Lord because God will get you through. So keep the faith, my brothers and sisters. Keep the faith. God bless.